Hello and welcome back to Learning Line. So excited to have you with us this week. Um, I'm Matt Price, as you know, and with me this week, I'm excited that it is Danielle Hartman. Hello! Happy to be here this week talking about celebrating colleagues during the holidays. Two of my favorite topics, Danielle, celebrating colleagues and the holidays. Oh, so wonderful. Love that. <laughs> so let's jump into our first question of today. And as our listeners know, we do like to start just with an icebreaker. So Matt, I am just excited to hear what is your number one favorite holiday tradition that your family celebrates? Number one. You know, it's. I feel like the holidays are a time for tradition. There are, and even my 11 year old daughter already talks about traditions around the holidays. So she already sees how steeped it is in tradition. But if I were to choose my favorite, and there's a bunch of good ones out there, it would be Christmas morning breakfast. So in the Price household, which is, as I mentioned, my daughter who's 11 and my wife Stacy, um, there's the three of us. After we get up and we exchange presents, we then immediately go to making a large breakfast. And all three of us put in our request ahead of Christmas. So there's kind of this, you know, this uh, this atmosphere where we have Christmas music playing in the background. Stacy and I are, are making breakfast, and Maylee has started to help out with that a little bit more. At the same time, we're putting things together. We're cleaning up some of the trash and some of the paper. We're also calling family, checking in to see how their Christmas is going. And then we have this huge breakfast to enjoy together before we start you know, traveling around to other other houses for Christmas. So that's my favorite part. That sounds like so much fun. What a great tradition. And I love that Maylee's already talking about traditions at 11 years old. Oh, yeah. I She is definitely a, um, somebody who likes to do things the same way each time. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> uh, that. How about you, Danielle? What's your go-to holiday tradition? Um, so my go-to, go-to holiday tradition is um, our family newspaper. So uh, we have been uh, putting together a family newspaper for probably 20 years now. Um, So when I was in high school, we started writing a family newspaper and it would just be the stories of like the, the silly things that happened to our family or the fun celebrations like people buying a house or, you know, having a baby or getting married. Um, but it was just a great way to kind of summarize the year of what, what has our family been through this year? And um, the paper is named after my grandma. So, of course, that holds just a special place in everyone's heart. Um, but everyone really looks forward to it. So we, um, we open our gifts um, on Christmas Eve with our family, with my, my extended family. And then at, after everyone's opened their gifts, we read the newspaper. That is the tradition. Um, And I just, I love that. It's just so much fun and just lots of good laughs um, had all the way around and and good memories to cherish. Oh, that's really cool. So you you enter things into the newspaper throughout the year or ideas for the newspaper? You know, that's always the goal every Mm -hmm. year. So again, we've been doing this for 20 years. That's always the goal. We've yet to make that. Um, So the paper starts right around this time of year, which is Thanksgiving, (laughs) uh, where I'm sending out requests. Tell me your stories. What's happening? And then we we draft it. We have about three weeks to draft the newspaper and we have it ready by December 24th. That is really cool. Gonna have to get my hands on a copy of, yeah. of one of these. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I have some if you'd like to view them. <laughs> um, so yeah, do we want to talk about celebrating our colleagues here at work though? You know, why I'm I, I know we're talking about family and friends and it's so great to celebrate the holidays, but why should our leaders or colleagues, you know, celebrate each other during this time of year? Yeah, well I, I I'm glad you bring that up because Really, we know what a great job our colleagues do throughout mm-hmm. the year and not just in November and December. Uh, so, you know, really we should be celebrating them throughout the year. And I think overall, 
Uh, as an organization, we do a really good job of that. Our, our leaders are, are great at looking out for their colleagues and recognizing them whenever they're doing good work. I just think this time of year around the holidays creates a nice formal opportunity to recognize colleagues, maybe even more so uh, than what we do throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, I would agree. You know, recently I was in a conversation with someone and we were talking about all the holidays that happen in the month of December and November. And, um, you know, as, as we begin to think about, you know, what do all these holidays have in common? Really, the biggest, tr- the biggest thing is light and celebrating light. And I, I feel like recognition and acknowledgement during the holidays just helps to brighten our light and just make us feel better and feel warmer and, and just cherish the gratitude and the relationships that we do have here and now. That's a great point. And I, I think, you know, there's just additional cheer that goes around this time of year, too. Mm-hmm. We were just commenting on earlier today around just the energy that was in the office today. You know, as we're right here in the middle of the holidays, uh, it, it's just a great opportunity to, to recognize colleagues. So today we're excited to share with our listeners some ideas on how they could go about recognizing co- recognizing colleagues during the holidays. Yes. A couple of ideas that we've collected uh, from leaders already here at HSHS, as well as things that we've done in the past and through research as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. So let's get started with just our, our first idea here, which is to participate in a holiday gift card exchange. Now, personally, I really like this idea because it it brings everyone together and you don't have to buy cards for every single person. So an idea or an option here with the holiday uh, card exchange would really be to draw five names. So in your department, you could put, could put everyone's name into a hat, draw three to five names, and then you give a Christmas card or a holiday card to that person in your department or to those three to five individuals in your department. So that way, everybody gets maybe one or two cards filled with holiday cheer. Um, and I know you, know you can either make cards. I mean, I love homemade cards. Um, you can buy cards, whatever that may be. But I, I think that's a, a simple and easy way to spread cheer. And really, from like a leader's perspective, you're having the whole team collaborate and participate in a program like that or a celebration like that if they'd like to. If they like, yeah, optional. I think that's one of the themes that we'll talk about today is, you know, really setting these celebrations up in a way that it's optional and that colleagues don't feel pressured or obligated to be a part of it. Yes. Uh, the, the second idea that we have here actually, I think, is similar to the holiday card exchange, and that's doing a secret Santa, mm-hmm. where a uh, similar concept where you have each of the colleagues who want to opt in and participate in the secret Santa exchange They would draw a name of somebody else in it, and then what they would do is get to know a little bit about that person. Mm -hmm. So if somebody opts into the Secret Santa, it comes along with an index card with a couple things about that person. Um, So that you know what their hobbies are, you know what they like to do in their free time, um, some of their interests, and then that person, the Secret Santa, could then go out and um, shop for them. And I think one of the one of the ways to really set a parameter around this so it's not too much of an ask for colleagues and that things are a little bit more equitable is that we also set a dollar limit on the Secret Santa gift too, typically of, of $10, 15 or $20, somewhere in that range. I think that also forces colleagues to be maybe a little bit more thoughtful about what they're going for as well. And then once the, the gifts are, are uh, dropped off, um, what we could also do with this or what I've seen done well before is you guess who the secret Santa is at the department celebration, the department potluck, where you're celebrating the holidays, and then you reveal who the secret Santa was. That is fun. It's kind of nice to guess who it was, and then when you're 
right? It's like, woo. And then if you're wrong, you're like, oh my gosh, you did such a great job of keeping yourself anonymous. I do love that. Oh yeah. I, I was in this one time and I actually received, it was a, a desktop calendar. It's a Cardinals calendar. And then each day was a different Cardinals trivia question. So then I could take a picture of that and text it to my friends. And then we had a little bit like a trivia contest going throughout the year, which was pretty fun. So, That's a gr- the gift that keeps on giving. Gift that keeps on giving. Really thoughtful. Yes. Um, so this, this next option that we're t- going to talk about is uh, holiday sweater day. And this I think about in a couple of different ways, because I think about, you know, our units in the, the hospitals, it might not be possible to wear a holiday sweater, but, you know, is it an option to wear like a holiday pin on a certain day? So, um, you know, you can kind of show your spirit that way. And again, you're creating community and, uh, maybe you even have like, you know, picture or the best pin wins for the day, um, just some way to be creative, or maybe it's it's holiday socks um, that you can do. If you are in an office setting, I mean, and you have that option, you know, maybe a, a holiday sweater day is something that you can do. Of course, it would need to be work appropriate um, for all of these ideas and options and fit into the dress code. Um, but again, it would be an optional celebration, something that's fun and silly, um, and just a great way to, to build community in your department and celebrate each other during the holidays. I really like the socks idea there. Yeah. Because there's so many good options out there now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I've seen is uh, festive scrub tops, too. Yes. Uh, yep. That's within the department. Love that. I once worked in a department where we had a... Uh, a uh, holiday dinner together as a team. Mm-hmm. We actually went to TGI Fridays for this, and it was a ugly Christmas sweater dinner. Oh! And when I arrived, I was the only one wearing a sweater. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so it was really funny. Uh, we had a good laugh. I had some Christmas cats and some dangly little yarn balls hanging off of the zipper, so it was pretty flashy <laughs> on top of it. Very nice. Very nice. Um, if if holiday sweaters aren't an option, though, too, I think another way that you could celebrate in your units or departments would maybe be to, like, decorate a piece of paper that's got a, a sweater cut out on it. So then you're kind of doing a, a fun contest. You can put those on display in the break room. Again, just getting creative with ways to create fun and festivity throughout the department. And I always just try to think about, you know, what is something where it's not just the responsibility of the leader, but the whole department can participate. And that's really what you want to do. I, I feel like even on other teams, I've been a part of the most successful holiday celebrations and recognitions have come from another colleague leading it versus, you know, expecting my leader to lead it in the department. Yeah, that's a great point. Some people I think are, are naturally very into this type of thing mm-hmm. and they excel at it. So um, the other thing that, that I like about the suggestion that you made there in terms of decorating the, the paper sweater or the cutout um, along with having the, the crazy sock day or the ugly sweater day, is that these don't require colleagues to get together outside of work hours either. They can go ahead and do this during their schedule. We know this is an extremely busy time of year for most people. They already have a lot of other obligations outside of work, and this would allow them to, to, to be part of the celebration during their work hours. I agree. I agree. So very similar to... Uh, you know, decorating the the sweater cutouts. Our fourth idea is to hold a contest for decorating cubicles or other work areas. And I've I've seen some really creative people take this to the next level. And what can be fun also is to have a little bit of a, a judging crew, if you will, or a panel of judges. 
And I've seen this done with the ministry executive teams. You know, they've they've been called in to do the judging, which has been really fun. And then, of course, if we get some pictures, we can always put those in the does or share them with other colleagues in, in a way to show off the creative skills that we have. I've also seen this done with window decorations using Post-it notes, which has been, it's amazing what people can do with some Post-it notes on a window. So there are a lot of different ways that this can be done. And, and it's neat because, you know, during that time of year, it's nice to have these other decorations around. Of course, as long as everything is to code and we don't have any fire hazards there. Yes, I agree. That is neat. I, I would have loved to have seen some window decorations with post-its and how that would look. <laughs> that, that sounds like fun. Uh, I think the, the final recommendation we have here really just focuses on saying thank you. And really when we're talking about the holidays and celebrating our colleagues during the holidays, it's amazing how a simple thank you can go a long way. Um, Even at my desk right now, I have two thank you cards that are sitting up on my desk because that just means so much to me. And I, um, I just like to see that and think like, okay, even when it's a tough day, you know, I am doing things that are good and helpful. And, you know, for our leaders and for our colleagues, maybe it is just a a thank you board that you put up. And um, again, maybe you have cutouts that are maybe ornaments or lights, or it can be sweaters or snowflakes, whatever you would like it to be, where you're writing those kudos and thank you. Like, I'm, I'm thankful for this unit, or I'm thankful for this team member because of X, Y, and Z. And when you can put those out for people to see them, whether it's in your break room, or if you have a another area in your department or unit to put that on. It's just a great way to to show all the wonderful work that the team has done over the year and just how much you all appreciate each other and just want to celebrate and are grateful to be with each other. Totally agree. And I actually noticed the thank you cards on your desk today. I had walked by your desk and yeah, it's, it's nice to see that. I feel like those are the types of things that a lot of us will share at the dinner table at night too, whenever Mm -hmm. we're having dinner with our family. Uh, is it okay if I share a bonus idea? Oh, please do. Okay, a bonus idea where as a team you can make a donation to a local charity in lieu of gifts to each other or could even volunteer as a group. You know, if it's a if it's a group that's small enough to where, you know, you could get out and, mm-hmm. and maybe do, maybe donate your time at Mission Outreach or at um, Helping Hands or Ronald McDonald House. In fact, one of the teams that I was on in, in the past, we got together and made a meal at the Ronald McDonald House as a group. And so we all pitched in and, and bought different ingredients for the meal. So that was our holiday celebration. And it was a blast. We had such a good time and we went out and we met with the folks who were there eating the meal. And we learned how some people were very good in the kitchen and had a lot of experience. Um, and we got to know each other a lot better through that. So that's a, that's a possible idea for maybe some of the smaller teams out there. I, I like that idea. Um... Those are all wonderful options. Meals on Wheels is another way, too, that they could celebrate if they had that option as well. If, again, smaller departments and you could make that work. Um, I love this. And, again, just it's so fun to be able to be together and continue to create that sense of community during the holidays. So, Danielle, one last thing I wanted to make sure we touched on, just the, the nature of, you know, working close with so many other people. And, you know, I think some people cast a really wide net when they're picking up Christmas gifts and maybe others are, are really stick closer to the vest and just buy for a couple of people. So what happens if you get an unexpected gift? I'm sure that's happened to you. I know it's happened to me before. Um, and it's awkward when it happens. It's a little embarrassing, right? Because you get a gift from somebody else and you don't have anything in return to gift to them. Um, so if that happens to you this year, first thank them 
be gracious for the gift, and then be honest. Um, you can say, hey, I didn't know we were exchanging gifts. I feel terrible. I have nothing for you, but I just love this gift. Thank you so much. Another option you could consider here is to keep a couple of holiday cards at your desk, along with some gift cards, say to Starbucks, or you know something that's pretty universally accepted, where you could put a gift card in the, the holiday card and, and return the gift that way, if it, if it makes you feel better. Um, and while we're talking about that, Danielle, should we spend a little bit of time talking about vendor gifts as well? Yeah, we can talk about that for sure. And I don't know like where this may happen. I know sometimes um, I've experienced that more in the office setting where you get a gift from a vendor. Um, and really what we find in those situations is with a gift from a vendor, you know, put that in the break room so everyone can enjoy it. Um, that's really the, the practice that we, we tend to see. Um, so again, just something for people to be aware of. You may get a gift from a vendor. Um, if you can have it in the break room where everyone can share it, that's, that's best. Very thoughtful. Thank you, Danielle. Appreciate that. Great tips you provided today. I appreciate you sharing that with our audience. And, and thanks to all of you for tuning in this week. If there are any other podcast ideas or topics that you would like Danielle and I to discuss, please send us an email at talentdevelopment at hshs.org. Or if there is a guest here from HSHS that you think would be terrific to have on the podcast, let us know that too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Learning Line. We would like to give special recognition to Claire Kramer, our editor and producer of the show, and Ray Engeldinger, the composer of our music. Ray works in supply chain and wrote, no doubt, the song you are hearing now. Thank you.